Welcome to another Keel Hauled Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of these news to cover today. So, tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, we are going to be talking all about the patch notes for the latest patch that just came through. It was a hot fix, as far as I know. We're also going to be talking about Legends Week. My thoughts on that, as well as some Twitch drops. Uh, all that and more in this week's episode of Kill Hauled Podcast. But before we get into any of that, I have to thank the patrons because they are the ones that are supporting this content, making it easier for me to be able to do this as a hobby for you. So thank you to People's Republic, L Cute. Balls, Bam Bam Bagel, Captain Chonky, Captain Hayes, welcome back, Captain Hayes, Chateau Neuf, Super Pack, Zombie Killer, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Static Mirror, DA Gaming, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Godhammer 6, Trickster, Jorby Jorbs, Carl Embo, Kazia the Aficionado, Nightstar, Lumpy SRQ, Evil Morpheus, Space Admiral Ors, Xbox Mike 29, Murphy Lives, Mutinous Max, Norwegian, Raja the Brave, Registella the Brony Pirate, Replicated Flame, Rust Belt Kid, Skamelt 666, Captain Dasm, Tommy D, TN Professor, Real Big Tuna, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Captain J Rat of the Flaming Cold Sore, The Lore Chronologist Dead Eye Dre, Hager Owl, Jeff H, Ghost Boy 20, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, Luke Lore the Insipid Ghost, and Zam. Wow, thank you all so much for your love, your support. It does mean the world to me. I really appreciate reading your guys' names out every single week. Thank you so much. And with that, let's get into the episode. That's right, Pirates. It is Legend Week. We are in the midst of Legend Week. It is going from the 7th of September to the 14th of September. Uh, it is just seven days, so make sure you're getting in there and logging in to get the login bonus as well as your free Veil Voyage. Legend of the Veil Voyage is available. That will pop into your inventory. Now that uh, Voyages have expanded their inventory, it's a lot nicer to be able to have a bunch in hand, uh, as well as the Captain's Logs uh, or Captain Voyages that you can buy on your own. Own. It is a great time to jump on. Uh, a lot of folks are kind of doing other things, and there's still a lot of games uh, that can be played, but Sea of Thieves still run really strong. Um, the servers that I was on this week, uh, all still very active. Different moods, as, as usual, with each server. You know, it just depends on what one uh, you happen to land on. But it's been nice. Um, I got to log in this weekend, and I got to work on some of the legendary challenges. Now, for me, I'll be honest, a lot of this stuff really doesn't doesn't really matter to me. I don't necessarily really need anything out of this. I've I've maxed out my Athena rep. Uh, I've got my renown done for the for the season, have for a while. And uh, the legendary silver, no, the, what's it, what did they call it? I totally blinked on what they called it. The legendary, I'm going to find it. Where's that tweet? The legendary, it's almost here. Where did I see it? The, what? 
I can't find it. It's the legendary pirate or the silver legend. No, silver pirate legend silvered. That's it. Wow. They named it weird. Okay. I found it. It was, uh, it was one of the like eight tabs that I have open for notes. Uh, it is the silvered legendary eye patch. Um, once you turn in 10 pieces of Athena loot, that is yours. If you didn't get it last year, uh, this was something that was available last year during pirate legend week as well. Um, I don't remember what we did for that, but I'm pretty sure it had pretty similar things. So good way to get this. Uh, you also get the, the, the mysterious stranger tankard. This is new. This is a new one and you get it just for logging in. So you don't have to worry too much about it. You just got to make sure that you're getting in there before September 14th. And that is all you have to worry about. In fact, I think, um, I was talking to Grangar today and asked if he had done it. Uh, cause if he hadn't, I was going to jump on with him and talk some Starfield and stuff because he's got way more time in that game than I do. And I have over 70, 72 hours in that game. Um, but the mysterious tankard is there. Seen some uh, seen some commentary online about this, actually. A lot of folks saying that it's too simple, that it would it does not befit the mysterious stranger. And to be perfectly honest, I, I can see where they're coming from. Uh, but the mysterious stranger set itself, not very flamboyant, definitely not like a Ramses or a pirate legend. I mean, the pirate legend outfit in and of itself is actually a lot more uh, kind of out there as far as like ex extravagant. Yeah, that's the word I was going for. Um, along with like the dark adventure set, you know, a lot more extravagant than your standard than your standard mysterious stranger. He's just kind of supposed to be that dude that's just kind of chilling there being mysterious not drawing attention so uh it makes sense you know it's tankard probably probably not really flamboyant uh so good to see it out there for something you know it's all hats at the end of the day so you know make sure you log in get your hats uh i got a hat actually this weekend it was kind of nice um finished up uh enough veil voyage uh destructions to be able to get my reaper's hat so that was kind of cool um i know a lot of folks have been working on the uh, legendary veil voyage i do have to say it still bugs me that there haven't been any additional types of modules because they said you know with like the veil voyage it was going to be modular and they had a few different types of uh you know things that you could do is going to be different each time um and i always just kind of assumed that they would add more modules little quest you know sections to that so instead of it just being you know, Bell and Suds and Shipwrecks. Uh, you know, we would we would get additional types, little, you know, like little modular stuff just to kind of add some flair to it because this was going to be something that, you know, Pirate Legends were going to have forever. And um, we, we have not seen really any additions to that. So I was just thinking about that. It'd be nice to have some uh, additional things kind of added to the Legendary Veil Voyage, especially if that is going to be kind of like the the quintessential thing to do as a Pirate Legend. Uh, once you get all the accommodations uh, knocked out for the legendary thieves haven run uh, as well as just like well i guess most people you could probably do the um the devil's roar pirate legend voyage that's that's pretty lucrative if you ignore the cargo crates which a lot of people do uh but outside of that pirate legend week it's been going on uh this was one of the ones that we we didn't know until we got a lot closer but uh each day you can earn some doubloons which is good because and i'll get to that later you might need doubloons uh if you if you haven't been playing for a long time um but we had a community 
goal. And the community goal was just to turn in a certain like accumulative amount of loot towards Athena's fortune. And then once we hit that, uh, we would then activate the increased spawn rate for Forts of Fortune for 24 hours. Um, which, it, you know, for, for it being something that happens during Pirate Legend week, it was a, it's like one seventh, one seventh of the, of the time that it's actually active. And, uh, unfortunately with it being a community goal, um, a lot of folks are going to get in, they're going to do what they need to, to get their eye patch if they don't have that. Uh, and then they're probably going to work on other stuff. And if they're not paying attention to social media, then they, it's a good chance they'll miss when that community goal actually gets hit. Uh, cause it didn't feel like there was a whole lot of fanfare over it. And then they might miss out on the opportunity for this four to fortune spawn rate to be higher. And to be perfectly honest, if the 24 hours feels like, you know, there's, there's not a whole lot of like, if you're playing Sea of Thieves, even if you're, you know, the average person or, you know, streamer is going to have like eight hours worth of time to be able to, uh, to play the game. Um, just for stream, a lot of folks, you know, most, most likely you're only going to get maybe like three, four hours a night, depending on when you actually hit the goal during this week to be able to play. And, uh, they, they may have actually missed out on when that increased spawn rate was. Um, so little criticism. I definitely think that once the community goal gets hit, then it should just be buffed from then on. You know, it's only going to be at most a week's worth of time that people are going to get annoyed that there's so many foffs up and that they can't get their, uh, you know, X type of world event completion done. They got the whole rest of the year to worry about it. So I think for this, I would have liked to have seen community goal like once we get that it's just like turn on forts of fortune every single event just a fort of fortune you can just run around and chain them and uh have that just be like it's legendary that is a legendary week because you hit it soon and the sooner you hit it it just turned on all the turned on all the world events to be fort of fortune and it didn't <laughs> you know it was just a bloodbath uh that's that's honestly i think how i probably would have approached it if uh if I was doing Legends Week, you know, if I had the if I had the coding uh, team to to be able to like, hey, let's flip this switch. And they're like, what switch? And I'm like, that switch. And they're like, Logan, that's the Fort of Fortune switch. I know. Flip that one on and flip all the other ones off. We can't do that. Why? Because that's the Fort of Fortune. I know. Flip that switch on. Flip all the other ones off, except for the Shrouded Ghost, which is broken. And then have it just be the Fort of Fortune. They're like, that's crazy. And I know. I know it's crazy, but it sounds cool. So hopefully you guys remember this. If you're listening to this, check your date. You're probably still enough time to be able to log on. Even if you're just jumping on to xCloud, log in, get your tankard, get your hat, your TF2 hat, and then make sure that you uh, have the pirate legend, the, oh gosh, I tabbed, I, I changed the tab. Make sure that you have your silvered legendary eye patch. <laughs> and if you don't, go finish a Veil Voyage grab 10 pieces of Athena loot and go turn it in so that you can get it because this it's probably not going to be around for another year. Um, so make sure you don't miss out on this one time a year when they tend to do this. Uh, the only other thing that I think that I wanted to talk about really just, uh, it's really is just kind of like an easy way to level up Athena's fortune. I would be very curious to hear from folks who, uh, who have not hit 
the cap for Athena's fortune and, and, you know, did you take advantage of this? Did you enjoy it? Were there any issues that you ran into? Uh, things like that. Um, I also wanted to kind of uh, address just as like an event is in general. Um, I'm glad that we're seeing the the Legends Week. Uh, it doesn't feel it doesn't feel um, I guess legendary. I guess would be a way to kind of say it. Like it is celebrating Pirate Legends and giving them something to do. And if you're not Pirate Legend, you're missing out on this, and it's kind of a bummer. Uh, but I think I would have liked to have seen something that kind of you know just really really does kind of show appreciation. Like when when first year came around, and I know. Somebody's going to bring this up. Somebody's going to say it like, or think to themselves, oh, Logan, he's, he's going back to the old well, you know, year one content to, to dredge up, to be able to point to and be like, oh, it was better back then. Um, but I, I really did like the stuff that they did for the, for the first year when they had a celebration come out uh, for folks. And they were like, they said, hey, you know what? First year anniversary is coming up. Anyone that hits Pirate Legend in the first year is going to get X. And it was a bunch of hats. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I mean, I, I'm good. I, I, I've had Pirate Legend for a long time, so I'm not too worried about it. But it really did push for a lot of folks to get Pirate Legend within that first year. Back when it was still really tough and you had to, you know, cart around pigs uh, that, that didn't have the extended um you know satiated time on them you had to feed them more frequently and uh people didn't know that you could offer fruit or, or uh, offer fruit to uh to get them to stop running which is a hundred percent a thing and i was kind of hoping like you know maybe we could do something like that you know maybe we could uh maybe we could take a look at like the the alternate colors of the pirate legend outfit outside of just like you know the silvered legendary eye patch and uh, start making those something that come back every year. And each year you just tack on a new type of cosmetic. And if you've got it, then you're already grandfathered in. Uh, if not, then you have an opportunity to get it and, you know, the current year's new new stuff. And it just goes, you know, cumulative that way. And each, each year there's a Legends Week that comes out where you can really focus on getting some of that legendary content if you missed out on it. Or you get something new. Kind of like uh, Grog Manet. Grog Manet has a tankard that gets a new etch mark on it every time there is uh, another year that comes by that you participate in Grog Manet. And, you know, I've got my tankard. It's got three etches in it. And uh, I look forward to this year when I, I turn that three etches into a four uh, etches. Or maybe it just goes into Roman numeral four. We'll have to find out about that because um, it's going to be really weird if they decide to take the tankard and make it into the roman numeral four which is just iv uh i really hope they don't i really hope they think about like how that would work on an actual tankard and how it should just be four dash marks and then have a a, a slash through the four for the fifth year so hopefully they go that route hopefully they don't do the roman numeral thing because that i know they've seen, they've done some of the roman numeral stuff for uh the 30 years of, of rare on the figurehead there um, and a couple other places as well, too. So hopefully they thought about like what it means to etch something into metal and not just change the face of it to be a Roman numeral four because, you know, reasons. So I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that's it for Pirate Legend week. Um, again, I, I was hoping for a little bit more uh, by the time I got to check in on things uh, I think the, you know most most of the commendation or most of the uh, community had already worked their way through the goal, and I completely missed like the day that it was actually the Fort of Fortune day, and 
no one was talking about it around me so i completely missed out on the the uh the frame rate or the the frame rate the uh, fof rate increase for the 24 hours um and i think it's just uh it's just a it's an interesting time i don't wonder why that's what's going on anyway let's move on time sensitive stuff you should be paying attention to it is currently september 10th yeah september 10th as of recording on the last day of uh or actually the day after pirate legend week ends which is september 14th we are getting twitch drops on september 15th which uh if you don't know is this friday so coming up this weekend twitch drops four rewards it's all the instruments and they're all of the eastern winds ruby instrument set i love the way these look actually um i think the red works better for the uh eastern winds um dragon theme that they have like they just came out with the eastern winds uh weapons in the game and uh the heavy sword that they have for that is fantastic it's massive and uh reasonably priced actually i want to talk about that in in the patch notes but I, i'm really happy with that uh because i don't think i covered it well did i i know because we it was doug last week um so but uh yeah so i was really happy to see that we are getting the instruments for the the eastern winds ruby set um we're still working our way through the eastern winds set for uh twitch drops and um curious to see like what set we're actually going to get after the eastern winds ruby um i put into the discord for Keelhauled, which if you guys don't know, a uh, great place to meet up with other folks, talk about a bunch of news, talk about games, stuff like that. Uh, one of the things that I was actually curious about was, are there sets that folks like, as far as like cosmetic sets, that they want to see a recolor of? Because a lot of folks will look at the Eastern Wind set and think, ah, oh, it's just the Eastern Wind set. It's the Sapphire version this time. It's the Ruby version next time. It's the recolor this time. And I wanted to know, like, what was a good, what was a good set that people would buy a recolor of? Uh, Godhammer Six wrote in on the Discord and said the Dark Adventurer set, uh, which would be pretty cool. Um, so suggested that a white and blue motif would be cool. Uh, and they could call it the light adventure set, something that uh, I guess a shiny Ray had mentioned before, which I do think would actually be pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Captain Hayes wrote in, says, uh, I would love a red and black version of the coat that Pendragon wears, which is a really nice coat. You can actually get something very close to it on your own without actually having it being Pendragon. You can actually walk around some definitely some good things. Uh, and then Beatnator, I think, made a joke about the fact that we really need another recolor of the Eastern Jade set, which at that point, I think we're going to have to, we're going to have to go with just a complete different color, uh, not emerald, not sapphire, not ruby, topaz, pearlescent. What if we got like a mother of pearl version or a jade and mother of pearl version? Mother of pearl is pretty popular. I would say that would be a pretty cool one. I would like to see that. Yeah. And then I think uh, then the question kind of came in as we moved away from like the actual sets and the question came up of, of being able to uh, recolor individual set pieces or, or being able to have like a color wheel of that. And it's kind of a bummer because um, one of the things that I know that I've talked to uh, Mike Chapman about was that potential. And unfortunately, something like that is just not how the game is engineered 
Uh, there isn't like a pigment system for everything the way there is for like underwear and hair. Uh, like underwear and hair have pigment systems built to them. Um, and I'm not sure what it is about those that makes those special. Uh, I probably the complexity of the actual models themselves. Like there's, there's no, there's no color coding because like with hair, that's just one color that you can change and you can put gradients on the color that you're, that you're applying, uh, and ha have those as like their own separate thing. Uh, but with, cosmetics like the cosmetics themselves are not broken down based on the the colors that they are they're just colored that way and you can change those colors but you have to individually go to each piece and tweak it and they just don't have the interface built out for something like that to be able to pick what parts of the cosmetics you do now i will say that um i would like for them to do an overhaul on the cosmetics so that you can actually look at sets as their own piece and have them broken down by sets. So if you want to have it filtered by um, cosmetics you own by sets. And I think, uh, what was it? It was, it, no, well, okay. So Destiny 2 does this kind of a way that like they have a collections that you can pull from. And all of their cosmetics are based on where you find the cosmetics, but also what the sets are called. And you can like look and, and, and apply whatever set you want to the, the, you know, the cosmetic that you want to look like. You can apply that to your character now. Um, but I would love to have like a way to uh, go into your ship, have like a mannequin on display and to be able to display like a cosmetic costume that you like you know have that set up have that mannequin uh be the captain's mannequin and have it set up so that you can show what your favorite cosmetic combination is like a loadout and save it as something in your wardrobe uh or on a mannequin in your captain's cabin like we have a, we have a wardrobe in the galleon now it, it, it would be a little bit more difficult which i think is where the mannequin i think would come into play uh for like sloop and brig because obviously you don't have that nice really big captain's cabin you still have to have something for the other ships ship types so something like this would be a little bit tougher um but i would love to have something like that something that you could actually have like a, a really cool cosmetic outfit you know whatever it may be saved as your loadout and all you have to do is go like interact with it somehow and it changes your cosmetics to whatever that loadout is and that way like you know say you're playing around with something or saying you're role playing and you want to change it to your you know favorite cosmetic type then boom you just you, you know run over run over to your mannequin you know hit a button it'll load all the pieces straight from your vanity and, and clothing chest and equipment and then boom you you got your your favorite set um something like that i think would be really interesting to play around with see if see if that's something that can actually get engineered into the game you know there's a lot of cool stuff that we've seen that's that they've been able to do and i'm sure there's a lot of cool stuff coming down the line that they're working towards uh but i would love to have something like that it's an easy fix for me to be able to have my favorite cosmetics um or something that i want to equip because it is um something that you know like i have uh, a tucking outfit and i want to go into the clothing clothing chest and i want to click on the loadout that i have saved for my tucking outfit um or i have uh you know my fishing set i have a specific look that i have when i want to go fishing something like that you know give give folks 
a little more agency over all of the cosmetics that we have. Um, you know, when you when you've got like 21 pages or 22 pages of titles, uh, that's a lot of titles, and they're not really organized by any specific thing outside of you know when you acquired them and if they happen to be type uh, you know tied to a specific trade company. And they're all images. You know, it's not just a list of title name that that you can pick from. It's like you got to go in and find the the image and hope that you remember what that image is of the title that you want. Otherwise, you're going to be hovering over and scrubbing through 22 pages of titles. Like it's just not really, not really a system that's developed for uh, how long the game has been out. Um, and I and I think that that is something that. Hopefully, you know, we can we can talk about and address and get some feedback to the devs on to get an opportunity to kind of think about like those systems and how can we actually, you know, have something that will be easier. You know, just if you've acquired a title, have a title section where it's just a list of titles that you can scrub through and it's just the actual title itself. I don't I don't need a, a you know, cool icons are, are awesome. I know a lot of people put work into them, but. You know, at the end of the day, if I want to find like rat catcher, I just want to be able to find rat catcher without having to tab through, you know, 18 pages before I figure out which page it's on. Because uh, inevitably, I'm probably going to, you know, overlook it. So I don't remember how I got on that conversation or where that tangent even came from, but I'm going to assume that it was probably tied to the Twitch drops. And hope that that's the case when I go back through and edit this. Uh, so again, those instruments, it's just, it's all, all of the instruments. So it's the banjo, the concertina, the drum, and the hurdy-gurdy. Uh, it's, it's all, why did they call it the speaking hurdy-gurdy on the tweet? That's really weird. So they have the, the tweet and it says Eastern Winds Ruby Banjo. Okay, makes sense. Eastern Winds Ruby Concertina. Yeah, that makes sense. Eastern Winds Ruby Drum. Very clear. I understand it. Appreciate it. Makes sense. Eastern Winds Ruby Speaking Hurdy Gurdy. What? What? <laughs> what is a speaking hurdy gurdy? Uh, it reminds me of the singing sword from Roger Rabbit, which is a, a deep cut for, for any fans out there that know what I'm talking about. Um, but yeah, I I am glad that they're doing the drops. Uh, this is, again, just for the partnered streamers. I know recently we had the one that was for everyone, which I really appreciate because of the, the diversity of, of streamers out there, as well as the discoverability of being able to earn drops um, uh, from anyone. Uh, the partnered streamers are probably going to be working on this. It is one of those things, again, where it is uh, one hour per item, and you have to claim the item before that next hour starts. As always, I recommend going and getting yourself uh, the Chrome extension automatic Twitch, which will claim channel points. It will claim drops. Um, I think that's really all it really does, but that's all it really needs to do. Honestly, I have had that on and outside of one period of time where there was like a hiccup where it just wasn't working and it happened to be on a Twitch drop weekend. Um, that was the only time where I was like, oh, my gosh, this is not doing the thing it advertised gosh darn this free software that i got that is doing the thing that i don't want to do um outside of that <laughs> i think you guys are gonna have a pretty nice time go find your favorite streamer give them some love hopefully they're not playing starfield 
if they're playing Starfield or or like a horror game, I'm very sorry for you. Uh, definitely, like, let me know because I can probably help you find a, a Twitch streamer that that is uh, that is partnered watching or playing Sea of Thieves. Most of them are pretty good about this, though. Honestly, like, kudos to the partnered streamers out there for for taking time away from the the game that they may be playing recently uh that for all intents and purposes is probably giving them a lot of enjoyment for uh they always take a hit when they change away from their main game that's just uh the nature of how twitch twitch is you know folks want to watch you know streamers play the game that they want to watch play and if they switch from the game that they want to watch playing they're going to go find someone else uh that's just kind of how entertainment works uh so i'm sure they'll be on point with it they usually are you know that's why you know why rare is giving them doubloons it's why it's they're getting they're getting ancient coins for this it's because they they are advertising the game during these times uh so they want to make sure that they are actually doing that while a partner it is time for patch notes get your hooks out get your pitchforks we got to be going after the devs for these horrible horrible things that they've done to us on these seas uh so if you guys don't know maybe you didn't play earlier on in the week um it was a little it was a little dangerous out there uh when the first patch hit for uh the latest uh sea of thieves monkey island tall tale 2 and um i'm not gonna throw anyone under the bus because i appreciate the fact that the devs worked hard to get this hot fix in uh but the the release notes are fantastic they they address what happened, which was a, a significant increase in spawn rate for both sharks as well as uh, land encounters. So the patch notes say pirates entering the water or setting foot on islands should no longer find themselves set upon by emergent threats so quickly. Lingering in the water and sauntering. I approve this word. Sauntering around islands. I wasn't I wasn't prepared for sauntering. So I'm going to be honest. I stumbled there because I didn't read ahead of the time. So the fact that they threw sauntering at me, uh, I did not have change for this $5 word, which is a great word if you haven't looked it up. Sauntering. Uh, sauntering around islands will still result in an ambush sooner or later, but not at the same frequency as before. Uh, fun fact, if you have a heart of fire tall tail checkpoint, um, you can put that down and that will actually stop spawn rates um, for, for things. I don't know what it is about that, that tall tail, uh, but there is a tall tail that if you put that tall tail checkpoint down, um, it will stop emergent spawns. Uh, from from happening as far as I know I, I don't think I've ever messed around with it to see like you know if I just sit on an island for an hour is anything actually going to spawn on me um, but there is actually I mean it is a, a good way to kind of ensure that if you're having issues with that then it's a good time you know it's a good reason to have some of these different checkpoints like in your back pocket uh, you know there's there's a few of them you know obviously you want to have um the uh oh gosh the the shores of gold checkpoint uh you want to have at least one of the sea of the damned uh, pirate life checkpoint you also want to have at least um the heart of fire one as well too and i'm trying to think if there is another one there's the um i think that's about it honestly like those are the main ones because you want the shores of gold one so that you can get in and out of the uh roar 
you want to make sure that you have the heart of fire one to stop the spawns and you want to have one that takes you to the sea of the damned and back so either one of the pirate pirates of the caribbean one or one of the monkey island one that you can kind of uh turn off and it, it, honestly like if as long as you have those three in my opinion you can get out of most situations um i can't think of another one that you would really really need to have everything else is honestly not that bad um so yeah hopefully that helps uh if you if you ever you ever run into that situation again i can't imagine you know that it'll happen too frequently but it is one of those things like it'll it, don't expect it to not happen you know uh and, and in that case at least this way you'll hopefully be prepared for when it does um i personally just held off i knew they were going to be doing a hot fix for this so i was just like meh i I'll, I'll just play starfield for a while and uh put time in there and not worry about jumping in until the the hot fix goes live and yeah now it's you know super easy a lot of folks i think are actually working on uh monkey island tall tale 2 to uh shore up on the last of those commendations anyway i think a lot of folks got them done the first time uh but haven't gone back to actually complete those to get the um the rest of the rewards and achievements and stuff tied to those so outside of that uh we did see that the quest for Guybrush, uh after returning from the sea of the damned pirates who drop treasure on board will no longer find those items returned to their ship uh there was a visual audio thing the flaming jackal compass now points pirates in the correct direction Oof-da. you gotta you gotta make sure that your compass is working properly if it's not you know it's either jack sparrows or you know broken so get rid of it uh and that was it as far as the actual patch notes um i'm trying to think if i actually talked about patch notes last week i don't think i did i think doug and i just kind of talked about stuff um but i wanted to talk about the new stock that came in because i i wanted to talk about the fact that i'm really happy with the flaming jackal set uh we recently got the flaming jackal set which looks cool by the way i actually really like it um, they did a good job and I like that it is cheap. If you don't know, most of the cosmetic sets that we've been getting have actually been, um, for the trade companies and they've been pretty hefty gold sinks. You know, we're talking like hundreds of thousands of gold for one item. Uh, the furious flaming jackal set has actually been expanded upon and a lot of the equipment and weapons and stuff are actually reasonably priced. And I like this because it offers a, a good expansion to the already uh, present cosmetic sets that are going, going to be affordable for newer pirates uh, that have not been playing the game for a number of years who aren't sitting on millions of gold at the moment. And I really appreciate that because it gives them something to look forward to that's a little more obtainable than uh, your your standard cosmetic set that gets dropped into CFEUs, uh, and I like that they're paying attention to the balance of of the ecosystem here. That they're that the economics of the game um, are still in 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 flux, depending on you know when you're playing or how long you've been playing. And a lot of the cosmetics tend to come out, and they may come out at an exorbitant price compared to someone who doesn't know the ins and outs of Sea of Thieves is just dipping their toe into the ecosystem because they've never tried it and figured they'd go, you know, sell some stuff. It's all castaway stuff or all marauders and they're just not, you know, they ain't making the the hundreds of thousands of gold people are on a regular basis because they've 
they're familiar with the, the the bonuses and the systems and the meta, right? So I'm glad that they're doing this. The other thing that I'm glad about is the Lucky Hand. The Lucky Hand um, set had an expansion as well, too. Uh, we got the, the wheel for our ships. We got the pistol, the shovel, and the fishing rod. The shovel is cool because I actually like the fact that it has a, uh, a horseshoe on the actual shovel part of it. Um, kind of goes in, you know, with the, the luck aspect of the lucky hand, given that it's all kind of uh, card based themes. And all of those uh, were each 600 doubloons, which as me for me sitting on like 22,000, I was like, Oh, that's easy. That's that's super great. Now, if I was a new player, that would really suck uh, to, to, you know, have that set from what was it season two, I think it was season two that the lucky hand set season two or season four, I can't remember. Uh, but it's one of those situations where I, you know, I'm glad that we're getting expansion. We did it with the uh, the Frostbite set recently. And I'm so glad that the Frostbite set got expanded upon as well, too. So really happy to see like these seasonal sets that were in the Plunder Pass, um, the free tier come through and actually having like more of that brought to the game. Uh, and I'm totally fine with the doubloon cost. Uh, it is it, it's a go, it's a, a doubloon sink. And I appreciate that because we don't have a whole lot of those, especially if you've been playing on a regular basis, keeping up with the content getting the content when it's uh, first released as opposed to afterwards working through commendations. So really happy to see that. Um, very cool to see that we're getting some new ponytail styles and uh, mustaches as well. Um, so make sure you guys keep an eye out on that. And again, I mentioned the, uh, the Ashen Dragon set. Um, the expanded range of clothes as well as the he heavy sword and rapier uh, for gold. Um, reasonably priced. Pretty happy with that. Don't mind that at all. And uh, the heavy sword, big chonking dude, just absolutely huge. It's it's super wide. It is just a giant rectangle with uh, a red dragon down the middle of the blade. It's it's a black blade. I'm very very pop, very happy with black blades. I love those, and uh, really just cool. I'm, I'm honestly really just happy with the way the cosmetics are turning out. You know, we've got varied cosmetic costs. We've got different types of, of currency being used for them, and they're expanding upon the, the previous sets that were originally released earlier in seasons that were more limited. Um, all just things I really can't complain about. I'm very happy with them, very happy to pick those up. So uh, the, let's see, do, 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 oh yeah, what? <laughs> Of course, it would help if I read the patch notes ahead of time, but I don't do that. I like to just kind of talk about these as we as we break through them. Um, so season two, Legacy Cosmetics. Uh, those cosmetics were previously available for season two, have now arrived in the outpost shops and can be yours in exchange for doubloons. I have heard that these that these costs are pretty high. Uh, I don't know how they are expecting new players to who have missed out on season two to come in with barely any, uh, any doubloons and to be able to earn enough doubloons to be able to buy these old sets. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would love to hear from folks that are newer to the game that don't have a lot of doubloons. Do you see these? And uh, does it upset you that the cost is as high as I've been told? Um, I would love to hear some feedback on that because as someone that has, you know, uh, just under 20,000 doubloons right now, um, dropping 600 for a wheel 
does not phase me in the slightest. The the economics of it just don't impact me in in any way. And 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 I feel like I'm of the one percent in that situation. So I would love to know, like, are these cosmetics priced uh, affordably enough for someone who has not been playing the game? who is looking to catch up on this content. Do you feel like you are uh, tasked with an impossible task? Um, I'd love to know. Uh, additionally, um, pirates can purchase the Lucky Hand clothing set along with a range of unique one-off items that were available during the season, which is uh, not the stuff that is the Lucky Hand stuff, but the stuff that it was like the the little things here and there that were strewn about uh, across the rest of the Plunder Pass. Um, those can also, uh, purchase, they can also purchase the Athena Mites Cutlass and the Shackle Phantom Hull. Um, those are available for doubloons as well, as I've been told. Uh, the time-limited Ocean Deep items, however, remain exclusive to players who participated in Season 2. If you don't know, that was the paid Plunder Pass cosmetics, uh, during that time. So they're, they're trying to respect folks that pay for the cosmetics through the Plunder Pass, uh, by keeping those exclusive to the season, um, which I, you know, take it or leave it. I think it's always a bummer when folks don't have a way to, to get cosmetics, you know, and I bought them at the time and I got a good deal because I earned, you know, enough ancient coin during that time to to kind of pay for a majority of the plunder pass and yeah i did have it for that time so if anything i was buying early access which i'm fine doing with stuff uh the other thing was uh refreshed em emissary ledger rewards so this was something i talked about two i think three weeks ago i feel like it was three weeks ago at this point uh but if you want you can now go out and get the uh, spyglass and bucket for the respective uh, trade companies. So Order of Souls, Merchant Alliance, uh, Gold Hoarders, Reaper's Bones, and Athena's uh, Fortune. Um, all of those are now available for the ledgers. Uh, it kicked, it's the beginning of, you know, well, it's not the beginning of September. We're, we're you know, 10 days into September as of recording. So you're going to have to, uh, you know, keep an eye on your ledgers and work on those if you want to get it. Additionally, these are going to be available for a while. Um, you know, they, they reset the emissary ledgers prior to the launch of season 10 for reasons. So, you know, even if, even if they reset the ledgers in October, you're still going to be able to play catch up because they'll, you'll still have three months of season 10 to be able to work on getting the spyglass and bucket and then whatever comes in after those. So don't worry too much about those. Um, I would just say, you know, work on your, your emissaries like you normally would a uh, good chance that you'll hit that top 25% and be able to get your cosmetics. Even if you're playing fairly casually, um, it just, you know, make sure that you're paying attention to what's on the horizon. So you aren't accidentally like getting caught out uh, by a crew that you didn't notice on the map or, you know, notice while on, on the horizon. So one of the cool things that came with this update beyond just the tall tale too uh, for Monkey Island was the accessibility feature for aim assist. Uh, now aim assist is not aim assist as in the controller is going to move your cursor or move the cursor to or where the site is uh, in track along where a target is. It is an audible thing. So you can use it to when you're aiming down sites, get a beat on someone based on the uh, clicks that you hear and the frequency of those clicks. Obviously, the more clicks you hear, uh, the, the closer you are to the target or to a target, it doesn't specify necessarily like the difference between 
enemy and player. Um, and a lot of folks thought that this was cheating. This was a hack. How could Rare possibly do this? They're, they're, it's going to ruin Tucker's uh, and, and whatnot. And to be perfectly honest, I don't care um, because I, I think that if you are tucking and someone can see you within their uh, within their their aim assist, that's just another factor that you have to take into account. Um, you're already tucking, so you're already making a gamble out of this. You're not putting any effort in outside of just hiding. So if you win, you still win. If you win and someone's using aim assist, uh, then you win even harder. And op the opposite is true. If you lose, you lose harder. So it's definitely going to help folks who are concerned about tuckers and uh, who just want to point their gun at something and kind of scan the horizon and get information that they can't visibly see. But the trade-off is that people who can't see will actually be able to actually shoot something. And uh, after watching a couple streams from Sightless Combat, I think this is a huge win uh, for accessibility. I think it's really cool that it works as well as it does. And very happy to see just like folks who, who want to be able to enjoy this game and don't have you know full visibility or visibility at all uh, now have another tool in their toolbox to be able to enjoy the game. And watching him get headshots is amazing. I actually, it's really cool to see him, uh, to see him being able to, to get headshots and stuff like that. Sorry, I just had a weird moment of deja vu, uh, which is really strange. I feel like I've been in this exact situation talking about this exact thing, looking at the exact thing that's on the screen right now. It's really weird. Um, but yeah, really happy to see that. Really glad that it is working as well as it does. Uh, and that folks can turn it on uh, just like um, and it, it, the, the argument always came back to me. I always thought about the fact that most people have reduced hold to interact on like most folks usually have like no one is sitting there. Uh, and if you are, you, you really need to, you know, take a step back and look at your life and think about the choices you've made because you have a tool that allows you to click the repair button once and the little meter fills as the wood repairs your ship and you don't have to hold the button down. So I definitely think that if anyone has that turned on and they're complaining about aim accessibility features, uh, ruining their tucking experience, then, you know, if, if you don't, you can't, you can't like cherry pick which accessibility feature is, is good and which one's game breaking because it's it's all or nothing with accessibility like you either give it to everyone or you don't give anyone uh accessibility options and stuff because it needs to be there for you know all of the all of the reasons that that you know you need to have that kind of stuff in game so i have no patience for for people complaining about this i won't listen to it and uh hopefully if 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 it really becomes an issue then rare can address it but honestly i i don't care it's it's another thing that you have to pay attention to just like everything else in the game um it's just going to be an adjustment just like barrel 2.0 system just like uh silent boarding stuff like that um it, it will get fixed it will get changed if it's game breaking but with something like this it's an improvement everyone has access to it you can use it as well too will it hurt the tucking scene yeah does that does that personally bother me? No, <laughs> I don't care. I hate the I hate the tucking aspect of it. I'd rather fight someone head on, lose or 
or uh, you know, you know, win win the loot by sinking a ship. That's my preference. That's always been my preference. But um, I don't always get to make those choices, and thankfully, the game allows those to be choices for other people. So, moving on. Funny enough, uh, one of the it's funny because I think a lot of folks feel like there is a a tug of war when it comes to Sea of Thieves. Um, you, you get one fix and something else breaks. Uh, it's, it's kind of like a, a constant, you know, stamping out the fire thing. Um, so while we did get a really nice fix, uh, for when pirates jump and grab a ladder at the top, uh, you will now actually smoothly climb up the last step and ascend more quickly as opposed to kind of like dropping down and then having to reclimb back up, uh, which I didn't, I don't remember that being something that you did. I always thought that you had to like have that weird period where you kind of slid down the ladder a little bit to be able to get back up to the top deck uh but i guess that was never actually like intended it was uh, supposed to just be a nice smooth transition um so when that happened it, we knew like you know the scales have balanced the you know the scales have tipped in the favor of fixed we have to break something and in that was uh the encounters um it was very funny to see everyone participate in shark week uh, I, I hope everyone had a good time during that time. And uh, now that the the hot fix is in, I'm just glad to see like the seal, the Caesar kind of back to normal and stuff like that. But glad to see that the ladder bug was something that was actually a bug and was fixed. I actually like it now. <laughs> it was kind of cool. I tested it out and I was like, oh yeah, yeah, that's a lot smoother. That's cool. I I appreciate that being uh, you know. Now I know that that's. That's the intended way it should have been, because I don't remember it being otherwise uh, for this long. The uh, one thing that I did want to touch on was an idea that I came came upon while sailing around this weekend uh, working on Veil Voyages. And uh, it, it was with the cannons uh, because I was playing with Godhammer and I can't remember the situation, but it was one of those situations where uh, he was going to shoot off to go do something. And I think it was either he was going to an outpost uh, or there's something else to it. And the idea of a war cry came to mind. You know, we have cannon flares and they're stupid and shouldn't be in the game and should probably get replaced with something cool. So I was thinking like, you know, every time someone gets in a cannon and shoots off, I always have the goofy yell in my in my mind, you know, the ah kind of kind of yell. And I always thought, you know, like, why can't we have like a sound effect that we can apply in our vanity chest uh, that takes account when we jump into a cannon and fire ourselves off. And it is like our war cry. Uh, and they could put fun stuff in there. Like the goofy laugh or, you know, the goofy yell is one. Uh, but, you know, there could there could be any number of like... Uh, ones that you could you could add in there and and obviously this i think would be you know you could accomplish this with voice voice chat but it's not something that everyone's going to be in voice chat so everyone can hear it you know some folks are going to be in party chat and they're not going to hear what what's going on in in-game voice and it would be lost uh and some folks are going to be like no i don't want to announce when i'm getting shot over i i want to i want to shoot out and not have a war cry uh which i i think is counter to the argument that you're firing a cannon that is going to be heard regardless. Um, but I thought it would be fun if you could have like your own custom war cry. Like, and, and, and have it be fun stuff, you know, have it be goofy, see a thievesy type stuff, you know, like uh, Jack Sparrow's yell or Goofy's yell or This is Sparta 
or you know just you come up with with a yell that you think would be fun and have that be your war cry and have that be something that happens every time you fire yourself out of a cannon and it wouldn't matter what cannon it is because it's your war cry uh but something fun like that i think would be just a, it's just one of those one of those types of vanity cosmetics that you know we have titles we have we have makeup we have hair dyes we have goofy stuff like that we have cannon flares for for some reason like and, and some of the cannon flares even have noises as well too but I, I was thinking like wouldn't it be fun if we could have like little custom war cries and it could be you know stuff that's from the from sea of thieves itself you know like if you were a reaper and you were a diehard reaper you could have uh you know like the the war cry of your supplies must be dwindling by now you know throw in a couple flame heart lines in there as your war cry when you get fired out of a cannon and it's not like you know it's not like you're going to hear it a lot but it is going to be something that people would hear in general i just think it would be fun i think it'd be a fun addition to the game it doesn't need to be impactful it doesn't need to be serious i think sometimes we get too serious about games and uh it just be something to to kind of like add there and you know it, it, like I, I would love to hear like uh like the wilhelm scream um which if you don't know is like that that really that that canned uh i can't even describe how it sounds but if you've ever watched a, a lucas movie uh, like a George Lucas movie, like a Star Wars and stuff, you know the Wilhelm scream. Uh, scream. Uh, if you don't look it up, there's a fantastic story behind that. Uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a cinema uh, staple at this point. It's almost like more camp than anything, but it was like a serious scream uh, at one point. But stuff like that, I think it'd be fun. I think we'd have a good time with it. Like, uh, you know, you could. I mean. <laughs> getting into getting into the to, to the the low brow humor you know the brown humor the brown humor here you could have like a fart sound as you know just like the sound that comes you know when you fire a cannon it's like what happened it's like what was that oh he just shot himself off why did it sound like a fart because it's what he used to propel him you know he's like milo from avatar um so anyway i think that is pretty much it as far as patch notes folks um a lot of fixes to melee island glad they're seeing the, you know they're working on that we are roughly about a month away we're like six six weeks away from our uh season 10 update um pirate international talk like a pirate day is is september 19th which if you don't know now you know uh so that is coming up i don't know if they're doing anything for it they usually do something for it um, but I haven't seen anything, so keep your eyes peeled, keep your ears open for those. Um, I have no clue if that's how you actually say those phrases, but uh, you know, keep keep an keep an ear to the ground. I think that's a better way. I think that's easier um, for that. You know, that kind of news. Or if you don't, don't worry about it, because I'll tell you. That's what the podcast is here for. So that's going to do it for this, uh, folks. Um, if you guys like this content, again, thank you for listening. Uh, you can always do me a favor. If you haven't already, um, reviews and, and ratings over on things like Spotify and iTunes and Google, uh, they always help with algorithms. Algorithms suck. Uh, you know, uh, podcast has been going on five years. It's hard to get folks to want to spend time like reviewing and rating this stuff because it's just a staple in their lives. And a lot of folks have already put their effort in. So I always appreciate that. And it's tough because it's not like that. It's not like that helps on a, on a weekly basis. But what does help on a weekly basis is uh, you all listening to the content. Um, so thank you if you do. 
Uh, I really appreciate it. If you want to get a hold of me for anything, you're always welcome to reach out. I'm over on uh, Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N while Elon Musk is still trying to change it over to X. And I do have a blue sky, but I'm not on blue sky that much. I really don't have a whole lot of time to be able to jump around to different social medias. I like to play games and spend time with folks instead, Uh, even though I am a lot on, you know, Twitter. Um, But really the best place going to be over on the, the podcast discord um, head over to, to, you know, the show notes. It's got uh, an invite link there to join Discord, which if you don't know, is just a just a server-based system that has a whole bunch of channels that are queued into different likes for different categories and stuff. So a lot of folks, you know, we usually talk or talk about like the game news and stuff coming out, things we're excited for and whatnot. So lots of stuff like that going on. I haven't seen any Sherpa activity going around recently, but the Sherpas are still on the Discord. If you want to ask them for help or have any questions, they can always help you out as well, too, as the mods uh, are there as well to help out. Um, and I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, uh, yeah, you, it, you know, it's a it's a long shot, but you're always welcome to email me to C-A-P-T-L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com is for the podcast. Uh, other than that, I think that's it, Pirates. Thank you. I love you. I look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves.